That's right, folks. We're back. Chapter 8 of the Deep Fried Bets podcast. Already in week 8 of the COD football season. Week yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Week 7 of the college football, or the NFL season. This week, uh, it's, uh, somebody already tipped their hand a little bit. Collier Gallhorn's back with us. Collier, what's uh, up? As some people call me, Leroy Jenkins. Leroy Jenkins! Comedy! And, uh, of course, Boomer's back with us again this week. Uh, Boomer, last week was uh, our winner of the two between me and him. Uh, nine, seven, and one week for Boomer. Rough week for myself at six and eleven. Uh, whew, I'm struggling. Whoa, six and eleven. Yeah, man, you lost a lot of money last weekend. Man, I did. I won. Uh, won a little bit more on Sunday than I did Saturday, but yeah, it was not my best day. Man, you got some poor bastards going out and refinancing their home. Yeah, uh, I hope not. not- that we lost a cornhole tournament to some sixth graders. Well, dude, they were some ringers. Well, you're playing cornhole with sixth graders. I'm pretty sure that you can't say that on live radio. Well, uh, <laughs> it was actual cornhole, and they were some ringers. You know, it was a sixth grade middle school champion. Man, cornhole with sixth graders. You've kind of you've kind of filling off the uh, off the wagon again, hadn't you, Carter? Well, we didn't have any beer. It yeah. was tough. <laughs> Who the hell holds a cornhole tournament at 10 a.m.? Alabama fans, it sounds like. No, nah, that's Appleville. Great city Appleville for you right there. Yeehaw, boys. Paul. All right, well then, roll tide. Let's get this thing rolling. Yeah, all right. So, Collier, welcome back. Uh, yeah, it's good to be back. We got a, Collier is uh, overall 18, 16, and 2 on the season. Boomer, 60, 52, and 6. Myself, 61, 50, and 6. All right, Boomer's catching up. I've still got a slim lead over him. Gonna have to boost that up a little bit this week. Carter, let's see what you can get. Uh, let's just get right to it, boys. Uh, we'll go ahead and start with everybody's vault for the week. So, Carter, uh, since you're our guest again this week, coming back hot, uh, bring some fresh hot takes for us. What you got? What's your vault looking like this week? Oh, man. Take this bad boy off? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I feel like I got some good ones this week. I took a little time out out of my, uh, what was I, that 6 and 12 week? Yeah, yeah, that's bad, man. That's bloody. Woo! I laid down for at least two weeks. I finally got up today. I was like, you know what? It's time to live life again. <laughs> and uh, I've got these awesome picks as Raid Roll. So, starting off at Temple at ECU on a Thursday night, I'm taking the undefeated Temple team plus two and a half. Whoa, really? Yeah. Okay, like that. Yeah, no. It might be minus two and a half. Don't quote me on that one, though. I'm either way, them. either I'm way, I'm anyway. locking that in as we speak. And then I'm it's going plus three. Wow. Is it really plus three right now? Yeah. I mean, go grab it. Shit, that's unbelievable. Free money. Temple's a good team. Free money. Um, Baylor versus Iowa State over seventy nine point five. Okay. Uh, Baylor scored 60 points every game they played, I think. Iowa State scored what? You think 30 points? I mean, they're, gonna, they're good for that. 79.5? Yep. Then I'm going to go Mizzou at Bandy. Mizzou minus 2.5. It's a bad pick. I just, I just don't think Bandy can beat shit. Today? There's no way. This weekend? But, I mean, I, I had all my eggs in a basket last week picking Vanderbilt over to South Carolina. They couldn't even pull that shit off. 
I mean, their quarterback throws like three picks against the worst defense in the SEC. So Mizzou's going in there that'll win by three points and cover the spread. And then I got Florida State at Georgia Tech, Florida State minus 6.5. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. Georgia Tech's not going to – they're not going to do shit. Yeah, fuck Georgia Florida Tech. State. I'm not betting on those sons of bitches anymore, ever. That's why I'm taking Florida State, minus 6.5. And then finally, the Falcons are rolling up to Nashville, the long trip up there, and I'm taking the Falcons, minus 4. You okay. and about 89% of everybody else in the nation. Well, I know. Look it's the guys. Titans. You're allowed, the team. To be- you're allowed to go with the public against the Titans. They're awful, again. They are hot garbage, man. And Mariota, probably not playing. Yeah, I hope he doesn't play, man. Zach Mettenberger will be airing it out all afternoon. I think Mettenberger's a better pro quarterback, but, you know. Man, you got to – I can't even – it's like Mettenberger crawling off the field against Bama that one game was just sad, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was. I agree. Yeah, my heart bleeds for him. All right, that's all, that's all my picks there. All right. I like them. Boomer, what's, uh, what's your ball looking like this weekend? I'm going heavy on Thursday, my man. I got uh, Georgia Southern plus the points at App State. They got uh, their quarterback, uh, Ellison, back a couple of games ago, and they've been rolling. They did get uh, stomped in the dirt by West Virginia, but, I mean, who are we kidding? App State is no West Virginia. Then I like Collier's pick uh, of, uh, of Temple, but I'm not going to give that one out. I'm going to give you all a little something extra. Take the Missouri versus Vanderbilt under a 35. Woo! Two, shit, two very shitty teams. Two I think that Missouri's, Missouri's been on a roll of scoring nine points lately. I think they continue the streak of the nine. Vanderbilt could possibly have uh, pulled up seven. Minutes. Little, then, little, little nugget there. Isn't that Mizzou quarterback? What's his name that got suspended? Matty Mock? Wasn't he on the coach train? Uh, does that surprise anyone? I'm surprised it wasn't the meth train. Look at the dude. dude. Just do a little coke, man, in the bathroom with some hookers. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey, man. Guy likes to party. Can't fault him for that. Doesn't like scoring, though, so take the under. <laughs> I'm going against you on the Georgia Tech game. Georgia Tech, for some reason, I got addicted to him before the season. Did a little a couple lines of Georgia Tech, and uh, I'm still feeling the, feeling the sugar high on that. Take him plus six and a half against Florida State. Then, moving to the NFL, give me the Browns plus five and a half against the Rams and the Detroit Lions plus two and a half against the Vikings. Ooh, I like both of those. All right. Okay. So you're throwing some pros in there with college? I like it. They made me money this year, so I figured I might as well throw a dash of there on top. Throw a ball into them. Um, who are the Cleveland and St. Louis? Is that eight? That's at St. Louis. So, okay. At St. Louis. All right. That's, uh, that's an interesting pick. Interesting pick. All right. So uh, we got two very good vaults right there. And uh, the third, and, you know, what they say, we say the best for last. So uh, that's what we're here for now is Blake Bollinger's vault for week eight of the college football season and or week seven of the NFL season. But there's not going to be any NFL for this time, right? this go around right here. I'm liking what I'm seeing in the college game this weekend. It's starting off hot. Kansas State plus four. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I said plus four against Texas. That is one of those I don't understand. Uh, I think people are putting way too much focus on the fact that Texas beat Oklahoma. 
Uh, Kansas State has been very competitive in every game they've played this year. They should have beat TCU. Uh, what about the last game? Well, yeah, <laughs> that was uh, that was a little bit different game. That they were looking ahead to Texas, man. Fifty-six to fucking zero. It was only fifty-five. <laughs> call your aunt. That <laughs> Baker Mayfield was out last weekend. Emphasis on the zero there. Yeah, well, it was bad last week, but they're gonna rebound. I hear you. They're going to rebound this weekend, and they're going to knock off the Texas Longhorns on the road, so give me Kansas State plus four. Next up, a little late-night West Coast action for you. I'm taking the Nevada Wolfpack minus seven against the Hawaii Golden Rainbow Warriors. Uh, Hawaii is awful. Nevada is a team on the rise. I like Nevada minus seven in that one. I think that's at home. So give me uh, the Wolfpack there, minus seven. Another good game I like right here. This one jumped out at me because of the stat I'm about to give you. Rice minus nine and a half versus Army. I know you're thinking, what the hell can I possibly tell you about Rice or Army? Army, (laughs) in their last 20 games on the road, has lost every single one of them. I know you're thinking, okay, whatever, 0-20 on the road. Well, what really matters here for this purpose is what they did against the spread. 1-19 and against the spread, their last 20 on the road. Rice uh, is a, a lot better football team than Army. I don't know too much about the Rice Owls, but uh, I know that they're going to beat Army by at least 10 points on Saturday, so uh, give me Rice. Man, I feel like it should be illegal to vote against or to bet against the military academies. Okay. Man, they're they're fighting their ass off out there. All right, well, I agree, case, dude. That's right. fucked up, boy. Can't believe you're picking against Army. All right, I'm not gonna do it then. I'm gonna scratch that out of five. No, it's already it's already over, man. You're a terrorist. <laughs> Who you got? You got ISIS in the next game. I bet you do. I did. I took ISIS plus three on the road at Auburn. Um, <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> That might actually be a good game. It's going to be. I mean, Auburn's getting to Auburn's a favorite. You know I'm rolling against that. No. All right. Next game, uh, Penn State, Maryland. That's a shit storm if I've ever seen one. Under 48 Saturday. Penn State, Maryland, under 48 is my fourth game of my vault. And my final game, I'm going back and forth between these two right here. But I think I'm going to have to take Virginia plus 18 against North Carolina. They only lost to North Carolina by one last year. I know that uh, they're, they're different teams this year, but I think Virginia is still – I don't think they're 17 points worse than they were last year. So I'm going to take Virginia plus 18 in that one for my five of the vault. Dude, you know old noted Gene Chizik's up there in North Carolina right now. Well, that's uh, – how'd that work out for Auburn? Uh, he won a national championship, so I'd say pretty damn good. He didn't he win wrote, a national championship. He wrote a book about it, man. He won it by himself. Cam Newton won a national championship at Auburn. All right, let's let's not kid ourselves here, Boomer. Yeah, it was a hell of an investment by the uh, school of Auburn, and I appreciate them for making that investment. I'm pretty sure you were an Alabama fan at the time, but okay. Yeah, man, real time. Yeah, all right. I distinctly remember you sitting right next to me wearing crimson in the Alabama student section the year we lost to Auburn and Cam Newton. It, you got to bleed crimson, man. Crimson yeah. and white, baby. That's right. That's right. There ain't no orange in these veins. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so there's uh, our three vaults for the week. Lots of winners, hopefully. Uh, we got I got to get back on track. Boomer's staying there. Collier's back with uh, some heavy nuggets, winning nuggets this weekend. Golden nuggets. The golden nuggets. But you know what time it really is. I mean, it's it's everybody's favorite time of the week. Uh, this let's just let's just get right to it. Let's bring in our man, our best friend, Stone Cold Steve Woo! Austin. He wants to talk about, folks. How many? Three. All right. Boomer, hit us. What's your Stone Cold Steve Austin lock of the week? Temple Moneyline. Got to do it. I tried not to, but I'm going with it. Okay. Temple Moneyline. Make a little bit extra cash on top of it. I like it. You're not going to get too much in the hook, but I like it a lot. Collier. You're going to ask me a bunch of questions? Is that what you were going to do? No, but first, you know. Me and Stone Cold were back in the back before this, having a couple beers. Of course. And uh, he was having I two. Took the I, was, I saw backstage tonight. He was drinking two beers while I was drinking one, and uh, he said he might make a comeback this year. He told me and, that he was drinking three. <laughs> he, he might have. He said he was on a whip. John Cena's ass. That son of a bitch is a liar. That's what he, he is. He said it, man. And uh, no, he also said, take Arkansas minus six over the freaking barn uh, for a freaking <laughs> oh, lock, baby. God, you are such a hater. You are such Woo! a bitch. Stone Cold's got some Auburn hate in his heart, too. I love it. He was the one that told me about it. I wasn't even new. I didn't know they were playing because they're playing at 11 o'clock. Well, you know what? Yeah. This- the, the SEC network's trying to help Auburn now and get them out of their sleeve. You know what I'm, they say about uh, old Jeremy Johnson? He almost had to quit. Yeah, because he's a terrible football player. Auburn's terrible. They're going to lose to Arkansas. Probably going to be about more than six. So, uh, it's a good pick, mm-hmm. Carter. Mm-hmm. It's a good lock of the week right there. But let me tell you about the best lock of the week. And it's golden. It's glorious. And uh, me and Stone Cold, he actually had me backstage, too, when he was drinking his beers. Mm-hmm. This is what he told me. Look at man right in the eye, face to face. And he told me to take the SMU Mustangs plus 12 against the South Florida Bulls. Uh, Chad Morris is slowly but surely uh, building up a little program at SMU. This year hasn't had the previous results. Um, but South Florida's not a very good football team either. Uh, they've had a couple of recent wins, so I think that Vegas might be hyping that up a little bit. But I don't think that's going to continue. I'm going to take SMU plus 12. And once I get a couple beers in me, I might go ahead and take SMU money line. I like them a lot this weekend. Stay with them as well. So, well, I will have a couple of beers in me, and I'll be betting the under of that game for sure. That was actually uh, my sixth vault of the week. What's that under looking like? Uh, it's at 65 right now. Okay. Well, so SMU likes to put some points up on the scoreboard. Yeah, dude, that South Florida defense is going to be locked down tight, okay. tight on Saturday, mm. man. All right. Can't- Willie Taggart, South Florida. They're going to get the loss, the SMU. But to be safe, take the 12. I like it. I like it a lot. That's our three Stone Cold Steve Austin locks of the week, folks. Uh, three locks. Boomer, actually, his streak came to an end last week with his uh, his Stone Cold Steve Austin locks. So, uh, what you got to say? 
Well, that's what happens when you uh, when you ride Kirk Cousins. Sometimes he disappoints you and uh, is down in a hell of gunfire. Appreciate him for uh, for trying, but he's just not very very good. He's Kirk not. Cousins has never let anybody. It was windy, though. Keep in mind, folks, it was windy. So I heard. So I heard. It was a bit windy out there. So. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Kirk Cousins, let's talk about his alma mater for a minute. What the hell happened to that Michigan-Michigan State game? Um, I mean, I don't know. It, it really took me back to uh, a couple of years ago whenever Alabama And won. we're moving on. Yeah, all right. Now let's all and, go and through the schedule games that, of the week. You know I can mute, mute you, right? <laughs> and that kid got returned to win the game. It, it just – Pops into my head is uh, kind of like a devastating loss. The only, the only difference between this play was that the Michigan State kid wasn't out of bounds like that kid from Auburn was. So um, that, right. It was a hell of a lot more talent on the field than the uh, Auburn-Alabama game. Right, that too. All right, anyways, let's get on to our scheduled game for the week. Uh, kind of a down week, college football this week, to be honest. I mean, let's not try to sugarcoat this at all. Uh, I mean, if Alabama and Tennessee are the 230 slot on CBS, you know that – it's not going to be the most exciting weekend. I know that Tennessee thinks they're back because they finally got a win against Georgia. But it's – I don't know. I just don't see that one being too competitive. But let's go ahead and get to some of our scheduled games. Thursday night, Cal versus UCLA. UCLA playing again on Thursday night. They got the shit beat out of them last week. I was, or, yeah, I was kind of disappointed in them. I thought they'd keep it close against Stanford. I just don't think they're the team that we thought they were at the beginning of the season or even after a couple of their big victories. This is one of those that it's a desperate game for them. They really need it to stay alive. But I think Cal kind of is in the same boat. If they lose this, they get the two losses back-to-back. I'm going to take Cal plus three on the road uh, to keep it within the number against the Bruins. Collier, who are you liking this one? All right, UCLA's got a lot of stuff going against them. Um, Miles Garrett leaving, I thought, was a big blow. Yeah, the fact that he just left like that, yeah. I think he was holding some guys together in the locker room because he was still there when they went down to Arizona and whooped their ass. But ever since then, it's just been terrible. Um, Golf is pretty good, but I think UCLA is in a dire need of a win. Thursday night at home, I'm taking UCLA minus three. All right, Boomer, I don't even think we really have to ask where you're at on this. Josh Rosen, my man, he still <laughs> fights like a winner. I agree with Collier. The back's against the wall. They still have Paul Perkins on their team. Last time I checked, I think they get the win. God, awesome. you and your heart on for Paul Perkins. Oh, dude. It's a beast right behind Booker. He's a beast, dude. Oh, all right. So, hard-nosed Pac-10 uh, division. That and Them running backs out there, man, they're crazy. They don't breed them like they used to. Hell no, dude. Like a, like a bunch of no-talent pansies out there? Yeah, all right. Well, let's get to the next game for, you know, we have to hear any more hot takes about the Pac-12 running backs. Clemson on the road at Miami, is that right? Or is that at home? That's on the road. That's what I thought. On the road at Miami. Miami is a six-and-a-half point home dog. Whew, this one I went back and forth on. I'm still kind of going a little bit back and forth on, but then we'll start with you. Oh, dude, give me Miami all the way. I think that. Clemson is still overvalued. The fact they're playing down in Miami is a, is a huge turnoff for me. You know, uh, yeah, with all those fans. Yeah, they uh, they come out every now and then for big games. No, they don't. I think I think Brad Kai. You know, I think he's still a pretty damn good quarterback. I mean, you know, they have the talent to keep it close. I think they 
definitely feel like they're still kind of in it. They're going to give everything they have on uh, on Saturday night in this one. So give me Miami. Collier? All right, it's 11 o'clock game. I'm thinking Clemson shows up. It's their first of three straight road trips. And uh, Miami gave a hell of a game to Florida State, so I'm taking plus six and a half, only because it's at 11 a.m. I just don't think Clemson's going to come out and just blow them out. And is Deshaun Watson really as good as everybody thinks he is? No. Think so? I don't think he's the best quarterback in this game, but – I think he's very good. He's not going to win the Heisman like I picked him to. So uh, I think we can officially call that pick dead. But <sighs> yeah, I'm still holding out on Jeremy Jackson. Hopefully he pulls it through. Yeah, good luck on that. Um, I'll tell you what, I went back and forth and back and forth on this, like I said. But Clemson, I like. still think Clemson is going to get to the playoff. I think they're going to get the win on the road, but I don't think it's going to be by a touchdown. I think they win by, I don't know, 24-20, something like that. Their defense is still really good. So I'm going to take Miami plus 6.5 at home. Brad Kaya will keep it close, but in the end, I think Clemson gets the win. So moving right along, Collier's already tipped his hand on this one. Yeah, him and him and his boy Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, came together over several cold beers about this game. Several, several cold beers. But let's hear what Boomer has to say on it. Auburn, six or five and a half point, six point underdogs, whichever you want to look at. It's I've seen it at both uh, on the road at Arkansas this weekend. Whew, Boomer, who you liking this? Honestly, I was shocked that Arkansas was getting five and a half points. I mean, what have they shown? They beat an okay Tennessee team that's probably going to get stomped this weekend. It's an 11 o'clock game. The crowd's not going to be a factor. This will be a field goal game. Sean White is definitely a capable game manager. He's getting better and better every week. Arkansas, I mean, they have a good running back. Let's not overvalue that Kentucky win too much. Uh. It was a win, and it was on the road. I feel like Kentucky and Arkansas are about the same level right now. And it, like I said, it's an 11 o'clock game. So, you know, crowd's not a factor. It's going to be two teams playing against each other. And, you know, Auburn has the talent around them. I mean, shit, they were ranked six going into the season. You know, it's there. So, I mean, give me – I think Auburn's going to straight up win this game. But, I mean, it's definitely going to be a field goal game. Collier, Arkansas. Yeah, my, the biggest thing why I'm taking Arkansas is because Auburn cannot stop the run game. That's and exactly what, what I was is, about to what say. What is Arkansas good at? Running the ball. And the only time Auburn's gone on the road and faced a real running team was LSU. And my God, they couldn't stop. They faced stop. the best player in the nation. Well, he was running through holes wider than, you know. Yeah, we could have ran through the holes. I've never seen through. his holes that big. Chris Frost also was uh, – playing on a couple of snaps in that game. So that has since been uh, changed. Well, oh, no. I don't care what the hell they did. They're not getting – no, I'm, I'm with Collier here. Arkansas, I think they'll win by a touchdown in this just because they can run the ball. Arkansas, I don't give a shit who is running it, Fournette, anybody. Look what Auburn's done all year against the run. I mean, they gave up a 60-yard play the second play of the game last week. Um they can't stop the run. I don't care who it is. And that's all Arkansas wants to do. This is the perfect storm for an Arkansas team to really make a statement and say, hey, we're here. We're back. We're where people thought we might be, even though, you know, what they their ultimate goal is probably not a you know, 
achievable anymore after their poor start, but I do think Arkansas gets at least a 10-point win at home on Saturday. Well, you see, everybody's riding Auburn off. Auburn is 4-2 and two right now. You know, I mean, they're still held right in the damn thick of everything. 4-2 so. and two with an overtime win against Jacksonville State. Look, it was a win. We'll see how the rest of the year plays You're out. You're not wrong. I mean, if Auburn wins this game, they're right back in the thick of it. I don't know. I, I just, no. I don't well, think let's back. judge be clouded. I don't think they're back in the thick of it. Well, hell, they got two SEC wins. And there's not a single undefeated SEC team except for LSU. So, I mean, any team can go down any weekend. We've already seen that. They have two SEC losses also. Oh, right. Yeah, they're not bad. I got that guy. Everybody has one except for LSU. Right. I don't know, man. You can't lose to Mississippi State. At home. Well, last I checked, Dak Prescott was uh, Heisman hopeful. Really? In one year. No, it's a bad loss. Auburn's not back in the thick of it. But anyways, all right, let's get back to uh, the schedule. I'm obviously taking Arkansas in this one as well, if I didn't make that clear enough. Uh, Tennessee at Alabama. Tennessee, 15.5-point dogs on the road. I don't know. I don't know what to think here. Uh, Kari, we'll let you start us off. The biggest thing for me is – Injuries on the offensive line for Tennessee is not going to be good for them. They may start two true freshmen in this game on the line, and uh, I don't care how good your quarterback is, if you can't if you cannot block for him, you're not going to win the game. You're definitely not going to score any points. We saw that last week. Kyle Allen wasn't making bad throws; he just had people in his face. And then, of course, our defensive back were making good plays on the ball. But I mean, I'm taking. Bama minus 15 and a half. I know it's a big number. Their run defense is ranked 11th in the SEC. And against Derrick Henry, I just don't see them having a chance. Boomer? Yeah, I think it's going to be around the line. I mean, you know, if you go back to the Tennessee schedule, you know, they should have beaten Oklahoma. They should have beaten Florida. Should have beaten Arkansas and did beat Georgia. I mean, those are some damn good football teams. So it's not like they're damn Vanderbilt coming into Tuscaloosa. I'm gonna give me Tennessee plus the fifteen and a half, and let's see what happens. I agree, Derrick Henry ain't gonna have much resistance. I don't think, but I mean, I think that Tennessee's offense is is good enough to keep it relatively close. Yeah, this is one of those numbers I don't really like, but I went against Alabama last week, and that didn't go out well for me. So I'm not doing it anymore. Uh, that's only. Only really thought-provoking process I'm going into here. Give me Alabama minus 15 and a half. All right, so the 6 o'clock ESPN game. I'm a little shocked at this number. Uh, Texas A&M plus six at Ole Miss. Uh, Texas A&M, I mean, they, they didn't look great last weekend, but they threw three pick sixes. Um, Against Alabama, Alabama, I think, is a team that's back on the track that they everybody kind of thought we would be on. I like A&M a lot in this game. I think they're going to go on the road, get the win, um, officially knock Ole Miss out of this playoff and SEC championship race. So uh, give me Texas A&M plus six on the road. Boomer? Yeah, I love Texas A&M in this spot right here. I mean, Kyle Allen, you know, he did throw those – interceptions last weekend that pretty much sealed the game but you know minus 
Mindset's pick six is A&M could have definitely hung or hung around in this game for a while. And, you know, Ole Miss did beat Alabama, but I kind of think that was a little fluky. I mean, Alabama had five turnovers in the game. And their defense, obviously, everybody saw last week against Memphis, which I think Memphis is a damn good football team. But, I mean, you just they were dominated from start to finish in that game. So, Nah, I, I got to go with Texas a for sure. Plus, you're getting the points. I mean, I, I was pretty shocked when I saw that line, too. Yep. Collier? Yeah, I feel like these teams are basically just even. And uh, I don't know. It's like they're giving six points for home field advantage here. And I just don't think it should be that high. So I'm taking A&M, too, plus six. All right. So that's three on A&M. Historically, we've done very well this year when all three – or more are on the same team. So that's, uh, that's something to look out for there, folks. All of us are taking Texas A&M minus six on the road. All right, final scheduled college game. Again, this is one of those lines. Collier actually did our uh, our lines this week, the games we're going to pick. I've been uh, pretty busy with work, so I asked Collier to do it. And when he sent this, I definitely had to hop on the Internet to make sure that he did not send the wrong line, but he did not. Utah Three point, three and a half point underdogs at USC. What the hell is going on there, Boomer? Mm-hmm. What would you guys have thought that this line would have been before it came out? Um, Utah minus seven. Yeah, I would have said the same thing. Same here. So clearly, there is something that we do not know that's going on behind the scenes because these line makers in Vegas are not stupid. And whenever they put a line out there like this, a complete trap, they are begging everyone out there to go for Utah. And then, and I agree. I love Utah. I love Booker. I love everything about him, but something about this line is just, is not right. So, so I'm, I'm going USC minus the three and a half. All right. I mean, I agree with you there, but shit. Um, USC has the talent. I mean, once again, they started out high in the polls. You know, they got Juju, Cody Kessler. I mean, they're running back. You know, they have NFL talent all See, over I the field. I think you put too way, you're putting way too much stock into this start of the season out good. Like, I don't care where they started the season ranked. That shit's wrong all the time. The value has just has gone down so much for USC that eventually it's going to have to even out. I think this weekend's where they come back up. I don't know. I'm I'm not. I don't care if it's a sucker bet. If Vegas is begging me to take Utah in this game, I'm taking them because they're a better football team and they're going to win. I don't give a shit like what Vegas thinks, what Vegas wants me to do. Uh, I mean, I agree. Usually, when I see a line like this, I'm sticking with the USC. But I just I value Utah a lot in this, so I'm going to take Utah plus three. Collier, I'm with Boomer. I'm taking USC. Uh, I feel like this could be a totally different team if their coach had not been drunk the entire time. And uh, now that they're with a sober coach, I feel like they could be kind of dangerous. Remember when Kiffin got uh, got left at the airport and Orgeron came in and they just fought like hell for that son of a bitch? I mean, same scenario right this here. This guy's but, not Orgeron. Well, we don't know that. I mean, I just – I don't know, man. That little website that has all the uh, teams based on how many stars they have, you know, recruits, USC is on second one on the list with the highest rated recruits. Yeah. First Alabama. And Utah's probably like number 30. This is at home. You know, US, it may be just one of those games 
Were you talking about just come in there and destroy them? But I don't know. I just don't see it. I, I agree. USC's backs against the wall right now, too. And 81% of the public is all over Utah. And that's going to go up. I could see this being a 90-10 game before the game kicks off on Saturday. Yeah, that scares me, but it doesn't scare me enough to go. The public gets money every now and then. I'm just saying there's no reason for the linemakers to come out with that line. I agree. I mean, way, way too much liability right there. Something stinks, and uh, usually that means there's shit somewhere, but I don't care. I'm still wrong with Utah on this one. All right, so that's all our scheduled college games for the weekend. Let's get to the pro football games this weekend. Thursday night, uh, if I would have seen this last year um, on a Thursday night, I'd have been all jacked up for it. But this year, not so much. The Seattle Seahawks on the road in San Francisco against the 49ers. The Seahawks are six-and-a-half-point home or uh, road favorites. Boomer, who do you like in this one? Got to go with that home dog in the Thursday night games. They, just something something about being at home on Thursday night. We saw it last week with the Saints. It, they, the team comes out and plays, you know. It's a short week. They've been able to stay at home, be with their families, kind of stay in their same routine. And, I, I mean, the 49ers still have some of the pieces there. The Seahawks haven't looked great. They've been giving up fourth-quarter uh, leads pretty much throughout the entire season so far. I, I like the 49ers and the points here. Yeah, I agree. Uh, something's not right with Russell Wilson. I don't know if it's that uh, Jesus water that he was drinking in the off season that took his concussion away. But I, I'm just not buying. I've bet on this USC or this uh, Seahawks team all year. I've backed them. I've backed them. I've backed them. But this is the week I stopped. to let you down, man. Yeah, this is the week I stopped backing them. I'm taking the uh, home underdog on Thursday night as well. Give me um, the. 49ers at home. Collier? I'm going against y'all. I feel like the Seahawks can't wait to get on the field. It's a, a great rivalry. Um, I think they're – see. I mean, it's not Russell Wilson, I don't think. He's been kind of subpar, I thought, his whole career. He's just had a great defense. Yeah, I don't think he's that good and either. Dan Quinn leaving to go to the Falcons, I think, is a lot bigger than people ever thought it could be. Hell yeah. I mean, look at the Falcons right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I feel like the Seahawks are desperately, desperately needing a win, and they're going to beat the 49ers by more than six. Okay. All right. So there's two on the 49ers, one on the Seahawks. Uh, next game, Jets versus Patriots. Patriots are undefeated. I, uh, 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 uh. I'm still, still just fucking livid about Monday night. I had one bet. On the Patriots, I got in at seven and a half, and I told y'all how confident I was in this game last week. So right before it is, I locked another pretty substantial bet in on the Patriots. I mean, they just dominated all night long, and then of course you give Andrew Luck three fucking times to get you a backdoor cover, and he's gonna get it. And they score with a minute something left. I'm sick in my stomach watching that. Um, but anyways, the Patriots plus ten. At home against the Jets, this was uh, a no-brainer for me. The New York Jets will keep it within the number and keep it very competitive on Sunday. So give me the Jets plus 10. Collier? I'm on that bandwagon too, for sure. Plus 10 is a lot, even if it's on the road. Um, Revis Island's going to lock somebody out of the game. Probably, uh, well, heck, they don't really have wide receivers on the edge. They got slot guys. But uh, I feel like he makes a big play against his old team and keeps it in the numbers. 
Boomer, I think we know where you're on the, or I know where you're at, but tell the listeners. Oh, yeah, of course. But the question is, is did you throw away that uh, Sports Illustrated issue that was uh, had Tom Brady on the cover the hell the pages stuck together? Uh, I don't really understand <laughs> what you're getting at there. <laughs> I don't recall him being on the Sports Illustrated cover. Uh, yeah, they had some kind of cover issue, and I don't know. All the pages were stuck together for some reason. No, oh, dude, that was a uh, Playgirl. Oh, okay, yeah. He, he must have had one of the same. Yeah, it was but the Tom Brady Playgirl. I'm going with the, going with the Jets. This was actually going to be my lock of the week until I noticed that we were already giving it out in the top games. I, I think, you know, Sheldon Richardson coming back to add to that solid defensive line. I think that they're going to you know, soldiers out for on for the Patriots offensive line. I think they're gonna get to Brady, you know, he still gets the ball quick, but they're gonna have they're gonna bum rush him a couple of times. And, you know, the the rush attack for the Patriots hasn't really been there. It's been all these short passes to Lewis and I think that uh Revis is gonna lock down the side of the field. Brady's gonna have a pretty tough time uh in, in this game. Fitzpatrick's shown that he can uh he can win games for you so far, and he, he's not. What was that, Boomer? Boomer. Another eight so moment, baby. Jets plus 10. All right, we got that. We missed some of the info, but, you know. Just we got in the time. Info. All right, Collier, you took the Jets as well. Boomer's on the Jets. I'm on the Jets. That's another three for right there. Uh, it's, a good, it's a good sign. Uh, next game on the schedule, Raiders versus the Chargers. Uh, the Oakland Raiders plus four against the San Diego Chargers. Um, Collier, who you like? All right, so I got a little inside source here that says that the fans are all meeting in the parking lot before this, and they're having a fight to the death. Whoever comes out on top gets to move to Los Angeles. Oh, snap. <laughs> And the kicker is all the fans get to move with them. So I'm I think I know who wins that fight. Oakland is fighting for their life to get out of Oakland. And they want to go to L.A. But you know what? San Diego is just like effing, man. We're taking this game. And I'm taking Chargers minus four. Okay. <laughs> I wonder if the fight will be on TV as well. It will They're be having still. a Rod Murphy-like uh, Anchorman fight out in the parking lot Apparently. before the game. No, it's World Star Hip Hop. <laughs> oh shit, that's way better. Game. That's way better. All right, Bimmer, who do you like? I uh, give me the Chargers. You know they they've had a lot of bad luck this year. I think Philip Rivers is still an all. You know, he's got a another game where he's going to be a little bit more have a little bit more stamina and. You know, the Raiders are the Raiders. I think the Chargers are going to win this with a more than a field goal at least. I uh, like the Raiders plus four coming off a bye versus the Chargers coming off a tough fought game at Lambeau. So give me the Raiders plus four on the road off the bye. All right, final NFL game scheduled for us this week is, is this a Sunday night game? The Eagles versus the Panthers. Panthers three-point home favorites shouldn't be surprising after their win. I was surprised it wasn't a little higher after they traveled to Seattle and got the win this weekend. But, Collier, who do you like in this? I'm taking Super Cam minus three. I feel like they're going to shut down that awful offense that Chip Kelly's got going on up there. 
it's good one game, it's bad one game, and uh, I don't know, that Panthers D is just ferocious. Boomer, I think we're probably going to safe to guess you're on that same boat. Nah, dog, I'm with the uh, I'm with the Eagles. They oh. were pretty uh, pretty stout last weekend against the Giants, and you know I, I've got a lot of issues with Sam Bradford. I personally don't think he should still be the quarterback right now. But that defense, I mean, shit, they have come out of nowhere and they're just locked down. I, I think that this is going to be a pretty low scoring game, and I think the I think the Eagles haven't pulling it out. Well, you're not going to see Bradford get benched unless he gets hurt because Chip Kelly's not going to admit, admit that mistake. So, I too like the Eagles in this because I don't know that I'll ever willingly bet on Cam Newton. But uh, I'm going to take the Eagles on the road plus three. Offense looked bad last week, believe it or not, even though they won 27-7. to So, this might be the week, like Collier said, they come back and have a good one. So, I like the Eagles plus three. All right, folks, well, that wraps up all of our scheduled games for the weekend. I know we didn't get to this, but we left out the Monday night game. So I'm going to throw that on just a quick hitter. Baltimore plus nine at Arizona. Quick, Boomer, who you like? Ten now, give me the Ravens. All right. Collier? Yeah, dear God, that's a lot of points, especially for a primetime game. Give me plus nine Ravens. Yep, taking the Ravens as well, even though I like the Cardinals. No, I'm not. I'm going to take uh, the Cardinals in this one. Switch it up. They're going to get back on track this week. I know that's probably a dumb bet, but I like the Cardinals in this one. to keep it. I'm taking it at minus nine, Cardinals. Damn, you're betting the Cardinals like they're the damn New England Patriots. No, nah, I like the cards. All that's right, a lot of points. It is, but we'll see on Monday night. All right, so that locks up. Our Chapter 8 Deep Fried Podcast. Already eight weeks into the college football season. Uh, Hopefully, we can get back on track a little bit. Mm -hmm. I've been very poor the past couple weeks. Bringing some fresh blood again in Collier. uh, Get us back on our winning ways. Boomer, still winning, but uh, I'm sure he wants to see his number grow up a little bit. So, uh, guys, got any closing remarks? Hell yeah, I'm going undefeated this week. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. This train ain't derailing anytime soon. Oh, shit. Collier? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I may have one loss, but that's probably it. So if you could pick that one loss at and bet on all the other games, you're looking pretty good. That's uh... Yeah, you could also pick the winner of all the games that you gave out. You're also looking really good, too. Yeah, it's With a hell of a week. That's a hell of a weekend for our listeners. So, uh... There we go. Let's let's all three have big winning weekends. Meet back here next Wednesday. Uh, tell the people about how good we did. How about that? Yeah, and I just want to uh, say, if people do want to see Stone Cold, he will be down in Tuscaloosa this weekend. Oh, okay. Two thirty kickoff. Chugging beers. Stone Cold Steve Austin be there. Holler at you. Chuck beers and, and spear and queers. <laughs> Woo, oh, baby! Stone Cold, baby. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Tell your friends. Uh, I'll see you back next week.